you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Single digits, thankfully nine days away from the big game. Finally, finally getting closer. Super Bowl 57 kicks off from Glendale, Arizona next Sunday, February 12th, 6.30 p.m. Eastern on Fox. But keep right here on NFL Network. We will get you covered as we inch closer to this game. But this is no longer a day that we don't allow to talk about because the Pro Bowl game started last night and they were awesome. (laughs) Welcome to Good Morning Football presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky live here in New York City. It's Friday, February 3rd. Happy end of your week. If it is, thanks for joining us. I'm Jamie Erdahl. That's Peter Schrager across the table. Jason McCourty, Sean O'Hara filling in admirably. All Water balloon toss, time. anyone? Here we oh, go. absolutely. Let's just sign up for all the games. I'm down. And then uh, joining <laughs> us live from Las Vegas, there for the Pro Bowl games, is Kyle Brandt. Kyle, we are just so thrilled that you got to be on hand for that experience last night. I got to be there, Jamie. I I love Cirque du Soleil. I love my guys from Thunder Down Under. That was the best show in Las Vegas. Everyone had so much fun. When Snoop Huntley hit the drone target that was hanging over the field, everybody went ballistic. You would have thought it was Manning to Tyree. Guys, so much love for this show from so many Pro Bowl players. Jamie, they love you. And I got a little blind item here. There was a first ballot Hall of Fame player who had a bit of a warning for Peter Schrager. And maybe I'll get into that later. Great. Right. What did Telenoa Hufanga have to say this time, Kyle? There we go. We got Shocker. you, no, He's already in, Peter. This Hall of Famer is already in first ballot. Don't uh, don't put your mic down, Kyle, because we're going to bounce right back to you when you hear more about that. Time for the lead block. Lead, lead block. block. All right, so both lead Super Bowl block. quarterbacks 
are dealing with the block recent injuries. Vegas. Patrick Mahomes in uh, some visible pain during last week's AFC Championship win over the Bengals. It was the ankle injury that he suffered in the win the previous week against the Jaguars. He bounced back, thankfully, uh, due to the Chiefs training staff who got him there. But that doesn't mean that some of those throws were uncomfortable for him. Yesterday, he was asked if he took a step backwards with that high ankle sprain. And then Jalen Hurts spoke on the health of his shoulder. I don't think I had any step backwards or anything like that. I know, like, re-aggravation of the ankle, a little bit of pain I had playing with it. But other than that, I feel like I'm in a good spot. Um, I'm, I'm getting there. You know, I've made it clear this whole time that it's been something that I've been dealing with and getting there. Can you give us a number? I can't. Okay. It's getting better. What time? I feel like that's all we have right now is time, and that's good for Jalen Hurts as we look ahead to Super Bowl 57. Ian Rappaport, great to see you back from Mobile, Alabama. Your coverage uh, was admirable there, and uh, we're happy to see you because we got to talk about the Chiefs and some other players who are banged up coming off the AFC Championship. What can you tell us about some headline-worthy names? Well, let's, first of all, let's start with those quarterbacks because I think it's pretty clear while both of these guys, Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts, are going to play, neither of them are 100%. And maybe there's not a ton of players actually 100% this time of year, but at least these injuries bear watching. With Patrick Mahomes, sounds like he came out of the game with a high ankle sprain, pretty sore, but generally okay. And I expect that that uh, rehab that he's been doing over the course of the last week will continue probably right up until game time to make sure he is as loose as possible. And with Jalen Hurts, he is still clearly not 100%, still battling through it, and he doesn't mind letting us know. And I would say the key here is going to be, does he take a shot on that right shoulder during the game? Is that something that is re-aggravated, or can he throw as he's been throwing, I would say, the last two weeks? But one of the big names that seems may be on track to miss the Super Bowl is McCole Hardman. He's dealing with a pelvic injury. Colleague Mike Garofalo described it as a core muscle injury. He's been out about six or seven weeks during the season with this injury. Then we thought he was good to go. He was designated to return, came back a couple weeks later, played in the AFC title game, but could not make it through the game. I believe just about 15 plays was what he was on the field for. Reed said uh, he's a little bit doubtful for the Super Bowl. He's still getting second opinions, opinions to see somehow if he can get out there, but it does not look very good for Miko Hardman and the Chiefs. That's too bad. That is honestly too bad. But if we know nothing else about this Chiefs offense is that someone else will step up in that spot and Patrick Mahomes will rely on him. So, Ian, thank you very much. We'll talk to you a little bit here on Good Morning Football. I know there's plenty to get to this morning. So, last night in our group chat, we were all having an absolute blast texting each other about the Pro Bowl games from Vegas. The events were new. It's a reimagined Pro Bowl experience. But you can tell the players are into it, the guys are competitive, and they're kind of good at everything they do in life. I know, Peter, you kind of led the charge on this. You're watching with your son, Mel. Everyone was watching with their kids. They're like, wait, this is fantastic. We're trying to explain to them what's going on. What was your favorite part of last night? It's a reimagined Pro Bowl games. And I tweeted out that, like, I'm having a blast watching this. And everyone was like, oh, you're just shilling for the NFL. I'm like, no, no, I loved this. This brought me back to when I was a kid and I would watch the slam dunk contest and Dominique Wilkins go up against Spud Webb and Michael Jordan and be like in my pajamas watching me like this is amazing this is so cool this was last night it was all these events and I am not a golfer but I am here for anything that is competitive that involves big men my favorite thing was the long drive contest so you had players from the AFC and NFC TJ Hawkinson comes out and look Iowa guy Sean not sure how familiar okay this boy and as Orlovsky is saying it he ripped it! Like Orlovsky's calling it like it's the, the you know final game seven of the finals. Okay, so 
Hawkinson sets it up here, and he's at 316, all right? Jordan Poyer gets introduced. Jordan Poyer introduces himself and names his country club that he's a member of in Florida. So it's like this ultimate flex. He hits it, and they reveal it, and it's 320 yards. He wins by four yards, and the AFC beats the NFC on the Jordan Poyer long drive. I'm out of breath. I'm not a golfer. I don't golf, but I'm here for the competition. You have a 320-yard drive versus a 316-yard drive. Meanwhile, stuck in there, you have Zadarius Smith whiffing and Deron Payne hitting it one yard right off to the side. Doing play-by-play -play for that was more stressful for me than any NFL highlight. I had to stop. I couldn't kind of, I don't know how to, I'm trying. I'm like, I'm following. That's how it felt watching, and my son is crying laughing. Not a golfer himself, watching Sedaria Smith just whiff at the ball like he is happy Gilmore at the driving range with a hockey stick or whatever else he had. Fantastic. Yeah, I've, I've played golf one time. I struggled to make contact. Looked exactly like Zadarius Smith. What I loved as I'm as we're watching it last night with my kids, they're obviously bumping into commercial and they're talking about what's coming up. And it's like the longest drive. My son's like, Dad, what's the longest drive? I'm like, you gotta wait and see. Wait till after the commercial break. <laughs> and they were just so fired up. We're watching the precision passing first, and each time the quarterback gets up, they're standing up in front of the TV cheering for them. Go for the drone. Go for the drone shot. And then a water balloon toss comes on. And Talk if you know it. kids and yes. water balloon toss, they're fired up because they're like, Dad, I can do this. I can go out there. And what I love is you see the big men out there. And some of them made some nice catches. But I loved when they didn't catch it. The big men are supposed oh. to have bricks for hands. So it didn't matter who, who it was. And then you put a receiver up there. Who can catch a water balloon like that? Half of the balloon in his hand, the other half scraping against the turf. But like Peter said, this was so exciting because it was something that you could do as a family. You're all sitting there. The kids ran upstairs, hurried up and got in the bath and put their pajamas on, came back down. And we just sat in front of the TV and just watched the Pro Bowl game. So it was so exciting. The water balloon toss was by far my favorite because all three of my children were like, we can do better than all of these guys out there doing it. You know, I think we got to give credit to the NFL here, right? Like how many times have you heard or said, oh, the NFL stands for the no fun league, right? <laughs> I mean, and that was like the moniker for a long time. The NFL is trying to make this fun and they're making it relatable to fans and the kids now watching the water toss and the golfers or even if you're not a golfer you're like yep yeah, I could do that I love what you said Triggs about watching big guys play golf um, I think that the Pro Bowl skills challenge and, and all these games it's putting some players in unfamiliar positions and just letting them kind of go and have fun with it they had offensive and defensive linemen catch punts out of a jugs machine and this is something that sometimes some coaches will do after a practice and like hey if the kicker or if it makes a field goal you know conditioning or if somebody can catch a punt Trey Hendrickson didn't catch one punt, not two, not three, not just four. Trey Hendrickson put on a show right there for all D and O linemen. Zach Martin, the first one's off his shoulder, J-Mac. I don't think he gauged the distance right there. Gets the second one. All right, big fella. All right, Zach Martin. Perennial Pro Bowler off the shoulder. He, you know, the problem is he kept running up on it. That it's, mm. you know what? I, I love seeing that. I love seeing offensive linemen just get out of their shell. How would you have done that, that drill? How many balls? I put a cut five. Yeah, yeah, wow. I, yeah. I got, I got some skills. I'm, I'm not like scared it. of myself. I'd be more nervous about the long drive. Getting yeah. up on a tee box and everybody staring at you—that's for sure. <laughs> He's not catching five. I really no. appreciate you leaving. <laughs> Mini balls. I know, right? You guys leaving the dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. There you go. Nailed it. It's a dodgeball last night. Okay, so again, we're all watching this with our kids. My three-year-old is like, "Why are these? Why? Why are they throwing the balls at each other?" I'm like, "This is the game. This is why it's awesome. The competition was awesome. This was controversial. Okay, this is what I love." Davis drills Saquon Barkley straight at dome shot, straight in the face. So everyone freaks out on Damaris' team. He's like, you did it. You got it for us. Saquon's like, no, no, no. 
He came in the face, man. Challenged so it. So competitive. The in entire the side for Barclays, like, no, no, no. Don't. No, they go to the officials. Honestly, the officials are like, I don't know what's happening right now. Like, what game are we even playing? Everyone's shuffling through the papers to find the rules. This is what I was watching last night. I was like, hit him in the face. He can't do that. They had to redo it. I'm obsessed with what the football games. What, what do we have? I mean, disqualified. Do we, okay. yeah. Disqualified. Yeah, disqualified. Disqualified. But it was a, it was out. a set of three, and then you like they were playing to see it was AFC defense versus NFC offense, and then they would switch sides. And frankly, I think the <laughs> broadcast was a little bit confused. I thought it was awesome because there's nothing more relatable, whether it be beer league softball, frisbee golf, <laughs> yeah. dodgeball with all pro players. That when that true competitive nature, the sweet feet out of Saquon Barkley last night should earn mm. him a lifetime contract with the New York Giants. I'm sorry, like he was a it was like unbelievable. Like Neo. Can we get exactly. their one event here at the NFL and not have a, an officiating controversy? I mean, come on. <laughs> I just, know. Just have it clean. Even the promo was on script. <laughs> right, exactly. It was, it was amazing. We were obsessed. Um, and Kyle was there. So, Kyle, tell us what your favorite part was. Please just, like, set the stage for us because we loved watching it on TV last night, but yeah. you got to be there. Yeah, we had a uh, targeting uh, violation on Demario Davis. Uh, listen, <laughs> you're all over it because everyone is having so much fun going through the water balloons, and they're just like little children, and you have great receivers like Terry McLaurin standing next to Deion Dawkins trying to catch the ball. They go through the punt-catching thing with the lineman. It's hilarious. Golf thing, outstanding. A little background on that. Darius Smith had never swung a golf club before in his life. He'd never played a round. He'd never been to the driving range, nothing. You had a couple people who had to pull out or couldn't make it, like Kyle Juszczyk was supposed to be in that. He's a really good golfer. Couldn't make it in time. They needed bodies, and they needed guys with get attitudes that just jumped in there. But once the dodgeball started, I cannot tell you the tenor of the whole building changed. And now it's like, oh, okay, now we got to go. And I had a funny experience where all the players are walking out, and I said there was so much love for Good Morning Football. There really was. Two of the guys who were at the head of that were Max Crosby and Josh Jacobs, the two Raiders. Side by side, they walk out together like the two young Raider stars. I got to talk to them. I think they mostly talked to me because they like my jacket, but they were very cool, very friendly, and like best buds walking out on the field. Then the second dodgeball starts, this happens. They happen to be on other sides. It's an offense and defense thing. We have Crosby here. Jake's like, get out of here. Crosby takes it right in the hip from his teammate that he was just walking side by side with. It is a cruel, relentless, Lord of the Flies type battle out there as Minka and Miles Garrett watch. Crosby goes down in flames from shoot. his own teammate from whence it came. That's dodgeball, guys. Well, my favorite, that moment was unbelievable. And then in the ESPN broadcast, um, I think it was Ryan Clark was like, remember, Demario Davis is wearing cleats. I almost fell off my chair. Yeah, I was the like, sleeve on, the, the uh, sleeves and the glasses. Mario I mean, these ready. guys were equipped. It was awesome. Kyle, we are so jealous that uh, you got to enjoy it in person. We're, we're already More for that later. trying to get there next year so we can make it a party. Exactly. <laughs> Still to come on Good Morning Football. Football, jeez. Football. Hey, here we go. Where is Aaron Rodgers going to play in football next year? Um, could he hook up again with his old buddy Devontae Adams? Ooh. I don't know. He knows where he's not going to go, and he talked about that. Julian Love came on the show yesterday, had some comments about the Eagles. Do you know about the Eagles, though? They've got a bunch of players you might not know all about. Who's their leading rusher in the postseason? That's mm. Kenneth Gainwell. Let's get to know Kenneth Gainwell a little bit and why you should know him before Super Bowl. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. 
and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Time for a segment that we call Get to Know. Tuesday on the show, we did a deep dive on Chiefs rookie corner Joshua Williams. Today, let's get to know the pride of Yazoo City, Mississippi. Yazoo City. That's Eagles running back Kenneth Gainwell. You've seen Kenneth Gainwell pick up big yards and make key plays over the last two Eagles playoff wins. He's that running back, and he's behind Miles Sanders, and he's with Boston Scott, but he's wearing that number 14, who on a back-breaking run against the Giants, this was third and 12, game on the line, this put the game away. Gainwell made a name for himself in a national way, fighting for that extra yard and putting the Giants away once and for all in the second half. This guy's got pop, he's got speed, he's also got a hell of a story. You see, Gainwell was a dual threat quarterback in high school. He started at QB for three years and had over 100 touchdowns in high school at Yazoo County High School in Mississippi. There aren't a ton of NFL players from Yazoo City, but there was one when Gainwell was growing up and doing his thing on Friday nights. That's his distant cousin, Fletcher Cox. Yeah. Fletcher Cox and Kenneth Gainwell are cousins. They're both from Yazoo City, Mississippi. And for Gainwell, he went from Yazoo County High to Memphis, where he moved from quarterback to running back and planned to do the big things alongside fellow running backs at Memphis, Antonio Gibson, Daryl Henderson, and Tony Pollard. (laughs) Think about that backfield. In 2019, he finally got his shot at Memphis and he dominated. He had 1,500 rushing yards, he had 13 touchdowns, he had over 600 receiving yards, and he was ready to go big in 2020. That's when the pandemic hit and the Gainwell family was tragically impacted. Four members of the Gainwell family died from COVID-19 and the risks associated with the virus. That played a role in Kenneth's decision to not take part in the 2020 season. 
There were many dark days during that year and he's spoken on it. But in 2021, with the Eagles on the clock, with the 150th pick in the NFL draft, this phone call happened and all was good for at least a little bit. You ready to come to Philly and hang with your cousin? Yes, sir. I'm ready. I'm ready. All, right. all right, we're going to pick you right here, man. Congratulations. I'm going to give you the coach, Sirianni. Hold on one second. Sir. Congratulations. Hey. Hey, Kenneth. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you? Welcome to the Eagles, man. Sir. Fourth round pick, he joins the Eagles and his cousin Fletcher Cox. And when he was asked about his opportunity, Kenneth Gainwell showed his love for Philly and that it was not some newfound thing. Take a listen. Growing up, I mean, I used to love Derrick Strokes. That's, that's my favorite, favorite running back. And he kind of put the inspiration on me. I liked Mike Vick when I was growing up. I liked the Dunn McNabb and all those guys. Just growing up, I would just like the Eagles. Eagles fan growing up in Yazoo City, Mississippi. His cousin gets drafted by the Eagles in the first round, and then he gets drafted by the Eagles in the fourth. Gainwell got some action in 2021, some in the regular season this year, but now he is playing the best football of his professional life. The former quarterback from Yazoo City who has suffered tragedy, who had to wait and miss an entire year of football because of health concerns that he was truly concerned about, well, this guy's ready to burst onto the scene Super Bowl Sunday. Not bad for a kid from a town of just 10,000 people, Yazoo City, Mississippi. Guys, Kenneth Gainwell, everyone's got a story. His is both inspiring, tragic, and yet here he is at the top of his game in the biggest game of his life. Jason, what do you think of the story that this guy brings with him to Super Bowl Sunday? You know me, I'm all about the journey and the process and what it takes to get that finished product that we get a chance to celebrate and enjoy on any given Sunday. So to hear him and Fletcher Cox, a city of 10,000 people, are both in the NFL on the Philadelphia Eagles, just hearing what he went through in 2020 to be drafted, not only what that meant for him, but what it meant for his entire family to be able to see that and experience that. I'm a little bit more excited to watch him come Super Bowl Sunday. I'm so sorry that that family had to experience that over that short amount of time and for that young man to have to have the patience in a life where I think anyone that is told at that level of football, like, you got to go, you got to go, you got to work, you're going to make it. For him to press pause and have like faith in the system and in his talent that now he is getting that reward on the back end, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, you guys did a great job buttoning all that up. Shregs, great job with the story. And for a young kid, think about it, at that age, to have to sit out a season. It's hard enough if you have to sit out because you got hurt, but because you've lost some family members and you, they, they, your family needs you to help out. All I could say is Yazoo City, if the Eagles go on and win the Super Bowl, the parade that's going to be in that city <laughs> mm -hmm. with Fletcher and Gainwell, that's going to be an awesome moment. Uh, I hope that they get to it. Yazoo City, Mississippi, I'll add this. This guy had 1,500 yards, and he was going into being the biggest season of his career, and he was told, probably shouldn't be playing. And Jamie, to your point, to sit, take that news, and just be patient, trust the process, enter the draft, still get drafted, and yep. still have this opportunity. I think so many people around the world and in our country lost a lot in 2020, yeah. and we're still recovering from it. I don't know if he's ever going to truly heal from losing four family members, but I do think that the Super Bowl is an opportunity to finally emerge and say, you know what? In the end, there's at least some light at the end of the tunnel. One month ago, during Monday Night Football, millions of viewers watched as medical staff rushed to DeMar Hamlin's side and administered CPR that helped save his life, sparking a national conversation about emergency preparedness in sports and in society. He's had 
an inspiring recovery, one that we have all loved watching unfold right in front of our eyes. And this week, Hamlin kicked off a viral social media campaign encouraging everyone to learn how to save a life with hands-only CPR. It's part of a larger effort to promote CPR education and improve safety for young athletes. So when the time comes, you are ready. So joining us to talk about that today is our friend, of course, Jeff Miller, NFL Executive Vice President overseeing player health and safety, and Nancy Brown, CEO of the American Heart Association. You're going to tell us more about this life-saving work that uh, not only the partnership that this is going to bring, but why you're both here. So, Jeff, we've heard the league talk about its commitment to supporting CPR education, making sure those involved in youth sports are prepared to respond in emergencies. Why are these issues so important to the NFL? Because you're here a lot, but this is the first time we're having this topical conversation. No, no, thrilled to be here, too, and thrilled to be here with the AHA and with Nancy. Uh, Look, when big incidents like this occur with DeMar, or people are watching, We have a platform. The league is lucky to have so many viewers, and it's an opportunity to educate. And we've done this in a variety of different areas, and now it's an opportunity to do do it with cardiac issues. Look, there are more than 100 cardiac issues involving youth athletes every year, so this isn't unknown. And as I learned recently, only 16% of high schools even have AED machines. So, look, there is a great opportunity to preserve youth sports, youth athletes across all sports, not just football. But we have to have the professionals, and they have to have the experience, and they have to have the equipment to be able to do it. And when they do and when they're ready, there's good results. And so that's why we can use our platform to help educate people on this topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And Nancy, we saw with DeMar's situation, medical professionals, they jumped right in and knew what to do. But why is it important for not just them, but for everyone to know how to administer CPR? Well, thank you so much for asking that really important question. You're exactly right. DeMar's situation, urgently people rushed on the field that were trained in CPR and defibrillation, and they were able to resuscitate him. And that is what we wish for every person in the this country who might suffer a cardiac arrest. And here's the deal. 350,000 people a year in the United States suffer an out-of-hospital cardiac arrest, and fewer than 10% of them survive. And so we must create a nation of lifesavers and make sure that all of us could jump into action and save someone's life if we needed to. The most important thing to know is that when someone suffers an out-of-hospital cardiac arrest, where is that? It's in a home. It's in a school. It's in a workplace. It's in a shopping mall. It's on a sports field. And so we need to make sure that we are equipping people to be able to save the other 90%. Mm. Jeff, we had uh, had Brandon Bean on my podcast right afterwards, and he said the most amazing thing was that every level of the organization had their best day that day Mm. to help DeMar Hamlin, where the training staff, the equipment staff, everybody had to come and be called into action. The NFL is the best of the best, and we've got these resources. For leagues that might not have these resources, what were some lessons that you guys learned that you can share to others and say, hey, we know that you might not be able to have a machine at every building, but here's what you can do, and here's what we've learned from this situation. Yeah, it's a great question, because everybody came to realize in that moment that we have more than 30 medical professionals at every game. They are trained. It's no surprise that they did well, as extraordinary as those people are, and they have all the equipment necessary to do it. But my son's lacrosse game is not the same as an NFL field. And yet, the coach or the administrator only really needs to know about three things, head, heart, and heat. Three H's. That's it. Be educated in those three areas. Have a plan so if something were to happen, you know what to do and who is going to do it. Have the AED or other machine there necessary if an emergency arose and you will be fine. And so my message always to parents has been, ask your coach, ask another parent who is going to be there, what happens if? And if they have a plan, if that league has a plan, if that team has a plan, you're great. 
send your kid out there, enjoy the values that come with sports, but make sure those three H's are, are accounted for and then everything is good to go. Head, heat, heart. Yes, correct. And, and Jeff, can I just add on, I think it's really important to know that a defibrillator alone, of course, is so important to have on site in many places, especially in sports leagues, but you have to start administering CPR before you can defibrillate someone. And so we need to both know CPR and be prepared with an on-site defibrillator. Right, it, it can take some time for that thing, the, the machine to be ready, correct? Well, you know, the defibrillators, you know, work very quickly, but you have to start CPR first. And, you know, if you're a bystander and you see someone having a cardiac arrest, the first thing you need to do, you get someone to call 911 and then you start beating hard and fast on the chest to the tune of the song Staying Alive, for those of us who remember that. That has 110 beats a minute, which are the number of beats that you need to do to administer effective CPR. And for every minute a person doesn't have CPR administered, their chance of survival goes down by 10 percent. Wow. And so it's really important. And this is really the basis of DeMar's campaign is mm -hmm. it's easy to learn hands-only CPR. You know, go to heart.org slash three and all of our hands-only CPR resources are right there available for people to learn. Or so, if, you're in, if you're in Phoenix next week at yes. Super Bowl, yes. go to NFL Experience, right. find the American uh, Heart Association's booth, and as I will do, learn with us about uh, CPR. Yes. Nancy, I, I always like to put it into layman terms because, like, we say words like defibrillator or, like, the actual act of, like, hands-on. I haven't had training in a couple of years since my kids were born, but is it 30 to 2 still? Is it 30 beats and then you do two breaths? Because I think just... In a moment like that, it's high stress and people around you are panicking. I think to put it in simple form for somebody when it's your time to be sprung into action, you just said the ah, 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 staying alive. What's the kind of the simplest way you can put it in 10 seconds so that if this were to happen to somebody, they're like, I, simple message, what can I put forth here? Yes. If you have someone who's not an infant yes. that collapses in front of you, the breaths are not as important the science shows. So hands only, it really means hands only. What I would say, layman's term, beat hard and fast on the chest to the tune of the song, Staying Alive. And call 911, beat hard and fast on the chest to the tune of the song, Staying Alive, until professional emergency help arrives. Jeff, you must be really proud of this new partnership. I know you just said you guys first time working together, but what else can we look forward to with the NFL and with Super Bowl week, but also and beyond? Yeah, I, I mentioned uh, NFL experience, but also we're going to raise a whole bunch of money yeah. uh, for the AHA and for the That's American great. Red Cross. We're good at doing that. It's going to go to a really good cause. Yeah. We're going to trust that our partners over here are going to spend it wisely and educate a whole lot of people about CPR and somewhere down the road, um, somebody's going to save a life. Might not be on an athletic field, right. might be just in you know everyday life, but this is a long-term partnership, will be a longer-term partnership and really you know, it's a traumatic Inside event for all of us, but if there's a good to come from it, it's this partnership here, and then there's a silver lining that, hey, maybe that we can always be equipped with the knowledge so that it never happens again. Well yeah. said. Jeff Miller, Nancy Brown, thank you so much. We appreciate you. If you haven't seen DeMar Hamlin's video, it's fantastic. He has a call to action to go and get yourself trained in hands-on CPR, and he also calls out Michelle Obama, Tom Brady, and LeBron James, which, like, <laughs> if those three can't get the message out, I don't know who can, but this is at least a here's hoping that we have it started, all right? So go check it out. It's a fantastic. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Good Morning Football. Our next guest won four Super Bowls in nearly two decades of NFL scouting. He's currently the executive director of the Reese's Singer Bowl. Please welcome to Good Morning Football, Jim Nagy. Yeah, Jim. Morning, guys. Oh, pleasure to have you. The Singer Bowl started way back in 1950. You joined on as the executive director in 2018. Jim, I need you to explain why this prestigious college football all-star game is so important and what it means to everybody. Well, it's there's a lot of history behind it, for sure. Now you look at the guys over my shoulders here, Justin Herbert, uh, Von Miller, part of our part of our game's history. But I think it goes back to a couple things. We've been in Mobile, you know, now for 73 of the 74 years. It actually started the first year in Jacksonville. But uh, so a lot of history behind this game. It's been here, you know, the whole time. The other All-Star games have moved around. We've been in Mobile. We've got incredible community support. This game is really the part of the fabric of the Mobile community. It brings a huge economic impact. And with that, we have a volunteer group of over 400 people that, that come in and support this game on a, on a yearly basis. And we've got some guys that were back for the practice week, like Joe Staley, uh, Willie Anderson, you know, Steve Hutchinson, guys that played the game 20 years ago. And our main support staff is all still in place. So they... They recognized a lot of faces when they came back. So, you know, I would say that just the history and really the, the community support behind the game. Jim, it's such an exciting week for, for everybody, and we are so excited to watch this game. We can't wait till tomorrow. Uh, you can watch it right here on the NFL Network at 2.30 p.m. Eastern. You just mentioned some of the former players, Joe Staley, Steve Hutchinson. What can you tell us about the latest crop that's there this week, this, this latest crop of NFL stars that we're going to see, and who is getting all the buzz and all the love? Well, here's the little known fact. No one watches the practice field less during the week probably than me because I'm 
I'm walking around, you know, welcoming the NFL scouts and, and GMs and coaches down here, the college coaches that come into our practice. So I don't get to pay a lot of attention to what's going on the field, but I, on a nightly basis, I do hit up a lot of guys in the NFL or I stop by our player interview area where the 32 teams are meeting with our guys and just kind of get a daily recap of who stood out from a bunch of guys that I trust that I was in the league with for a long time. And, and there's been a number of guys. You can start on the defensive side, like Keon White uh, from Georgia Tech, the defensive end who Daniel Jeremiah's got him, DJ's got him is like the eighth player in the draft right now. He had a great week. Will McDonald, the pass rusher from Iowa State. And then on the offensive side, a bunch of guys stood out, but but the offensive line crew from this game usually really gets taken high. And there's four or five guys that are probably going to go in the first round now after the week. You start with you, Cody Malk from, from North Dakota State. Kind of was the talk of the week with the, the flowing red locks. You know, guy kind of looks like a Viking. He's got his two front teeth knocked out. But then Dewan Jones from Ohio State, Darnell Wright from Tennessee. I think those two guys are going to be jockeying to be the uh, first right tackle taken in this year's draft. So big week for a bunch of position groups. Jim, if the folks at home don't know, I mean, 18 years as a scout in the NFL, built champions with the Patriots and the Seahawks, you've got your credentials. So when you guys are putting these players on the field, you know that it's not just going to be Alabama and Ohio State. There are going to be small school players that have to make a name for themselves and do so during senior bowl practices. The last few years, we've seen Christian Watson, Cole Strange, big Trevor Penning, all go in the top 35 in the draft, all be guys who excelled at your bowl. What small school players should be watching? watching for on Saturday. That's a big part of, of Senior Bowl week, right, is bringing in those small school guys and giving them the platform. That's really the final box they need to check. You watch the tape, and they're, they're dominant players at their level. For us, the key thing is bringing in the right small school players, and I feel like we've done a pretty good job of that the last four years. You named three of those guys from last year. One guy in particular this week that really stood out, and he was a late call-up from the NFLPA game. I mean, that's Marte Mapu from Sacramento State. This guy, we called him up last Thursday, you know, and, and his agent was like, well, should he even play in the NFL PA game? I'm like, no, let him play in that game. That's a, that's a great game. And, and we brought him up. And I was standing with Mike Tomlin on Wednesday's practice in the nine-on-seven drill, inside run drill. This guy's only 220 pounds, but he's got so much snap in his body. He was rocking people. So he, he really stood out, helped himself a ton. In terms of small school players, I don't really consider this a small school. It's Tulane. It's right down the road. You know, group of five-level school. But Tajay Spears, a little breaking news here. Tajay Spears is going to be named our practice player of the week here in about three hours when we do our, our player awards luncheon. That was through a poll of NFL scouts. Um, last night, we pulled one executive from every team, and Tajay Spears won that award. You know, last year it was Zion Johnson who went 17th overall to the to the Chargers. I um, Tajay had a great week. His coming out party was was in the Cotton Bowl with five touchdowns against USC. He continued that momentum here during the week. When when you get this dude in space, he's got some swerve to him. He's got great feel. He's got some you know game breaking potential when you get him in space. So those are a couple guys. Mapu and, and Tajay really had great weeks. Jim, I would think a point of pride for you when you get players to come play in the Senior Bowl is that, listen, we've got Super Bowl champions, guys that play in Super Bowls that played in this game. We've got a handful of Chiefs and Eagles that have Senior Bowl experience. One of them is the quarterback, Jalen Hurts. What were your impressions of Jalen Hurts at the 2020 Senior Bowl, and what's it like watching him grow into the player that he has become today? It's been awesome. It's been awesome. He's he's a lesson for for anyone. We you know I always think of things through a scouting lens, but for for scouts, I mean, you can never put a ceiling on a guy that's a high end worker and has high end competitiveness, which Jalen does. I mean, this guy this guy's gotten better every year since his freshman year at Alabama. And coming into Senior Bowl week, part of our process once our scouting staff has done great in these players in early November, you know, we have grade sharing calls with with 
you know, at least every year, at least half the league, um, usually like 16, 17, 18 teams. And that year, Jalen was consensus, you know, fourth, fifth round for everybody. Didn't talk to one team that had Jalen even on day two. You know, he jumped up to the second round, made a big jump. I think he went 50, 51 overall. After our week, threw it well at the combine too. That was a part of it. And now in hindsight, shoot, he was way underdrafted. He should have been a top five pick. So love seeing Jalen in the part was that week. I remember doing some media stuff and some people were asking me, are we going to play Jalen at running back during the week? So uh, incredible. Here we are three years later and he's, he's led the Eagles to the Super Bowl. So happy for that guy. He's one of our favorite guys we've had in the game in the last five years. Proven doubters wrong. Love to see it. Jim, appreciate you joining the table. Hey, next week, go on a vacation, get away, turn yeah. the phone off, <laughs> enjoy it. Congratulations on another successful week. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show, guys. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual.